Uh, testing, testing, one, two, three. My loyal subjects, it is at this time of year where we look back at the year that has almost passed and forward to the year that lies ahead of us. Struth, what a year it's been for me, for goodness sake. I mean, my dear husband Philip, Philip, kicked it all off by handing in his driving licence when he used to go bombing around the Sandringham estate like Sterling Moss and anyone with two legs or four who stepped out in front of him would end up as roadkill. Gordon Bennett and my idiot for son, Andrew, hanging round with a convicted nonce and getting all familiar with barely legal schoolgirls. I tell you what, he's on a one-way ticket to Pendonville with a big hairy man as a cellmate. And what can I say about my grandkids? Harry and Myrtle, his dozy actress wife. Two million quid of taxpayers' money decorating their grace and favour home. And when they're not doing that, they're going out swanning around the world, hugging African villagers, trees, Eskimos and anything that blunders into their way. And also another of my family taking bungs from a foreign businessman. Good grief. It makes me want to bang my head against a brick wall. And additionally, as for the leader of my government's opposition, I'd bloody well like to know how he watches my speech on Christmas Day morning. At that time, I'm still wandering around Buckhouse in my dressing gown and fluffy slippers. However, I would like to say a big thank you to Staggering Stories for keeping me sane in a year where most of my family are going to cock. That literally applies to Andrew, I'm afraid. I'm really looking forward to here when I'm retiring. I can put my feet up make a mug of cocoa and watch Loose Women. Again, Andrew, this refers to you, Loose Women. Anyway, I'm off to prepare for my speech to the nation this Arvo and give some of my family a few well-earned slaps. Anyway, until the next time, this is Liz saying cheerio and catch you all later. She's gone a little odd in her later years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome, dear listeners, one and all, to this, our festive selection box. Woo-hoo, woo-hoo, woo-hoo. Ding, 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 Anyway, without further ado, Queen's Speech beside, it's the festive news with El Presidente. Dude, we didn't introduce ourselves. Anyway, I'm Crumbly. I'm tinsel-covered fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm I'm Stephen. And I, yes, I am... The ball ball that falls off the Christmas tree of life gets battered across the living room by the cat and accidentally served up as a weird-tasting sprout on Christmas Day. A very crunchy sprout. Mm-hmm. That was quite involved. That was. Uh, yeah. I thought about that for a while. <laughs> it did. It, it serves you right, though, because you broke the boiler. I did not he break... He broke I, the boiler. It was he, hot this was, morning. He was the last one to use it, and now it's broken. There, there was hot water coming out. Mm, there's not now, is there? <laughs> All over the floor. <laughs> but we can snuggle. Oh, I'm not sure I want to snuggle with a boiler breaker. Mm. Mm. Share body warmth. No, boiler 
icebreaker. And other things. Anyway. Lick each other to have a wash. Oh, God. Uh, Put your tongue away. Detention, Miss Faye. Oh, God. Word of warning, this is an R-rated Christmas special. Please introduce the news, Crumbly. I'm not sure I can bear it. Anyway, without further ado, Queen's Speech Beside, it's the festive news with El Presidente. Doctor Who news. Knowing the Doctor's slot. (laughs) True to their word, Doctor Who will indeed return to our screens in early 2020, very early as it turns out, roughly 18 hours and 55 minutes into the new year for BBC One viewers, giving Wataka a 65-minute slot to be filled. Rumours had suggested a return to Saturdays after this episode, which happens to be on a Wednesday, but the truth is that the Doctor Who, that the Doctor Who, that's not right, that Doctor Who will remain on Sunday nights, with the second episode only a few days later on Sunday the 5th of January. Mm -hmm. The next eight episodes will continue on Sundays after that. Meanwhile, in the divided states of America, a bit like we can talk so, about yeah, division, I think. <laughs> BBC America will also screen the opening episode on the 1st of January, or January 1st, as they would say, at 8pm ET stroke PT. Eastern time? Eastern standard time, Pacific time. Specific time? Mm-hmm. What, what's specific about the pa- time? And Pacific- why does it begin with a P? Pacific time. Oh, sorry, I misheard. That's not all. They are also getting a big screen premiere of the story, including the second episode from 2pm EST in over 600 cinema screens around their country. That will include a live Q&A with Jodie Whittaker, Tosin Cole and Mandip Gill, as transmitted from the Paley Centre for Media in New York. Not that we're bitter. <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome, doesn't it? Does it does indeed? Where's the house going at my screening? Yeah, how are we going to avoid spoilers? Yes. Thousands of people will have seen episode two before mm. for us. Well, just, just stay I'm away sure from social network sites. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I usually do. Not that we're ever on it. <laughs> Dracula and Lock and Key dated. Yeah. It's not only Doctor Who starting on New Year's Day, but in tradition with their previous series Sherlock, Stephen Moffat and Mark Gatiss's Dracula will be kicking off in the evening of the 1st of January 2020 at 9pm on BBC One. It's going to be a good evening's television. Hopefully. As with Sherlock, this will be a 90-minute episode followed by two more, this time uh, each a night apart. The episodes have also been named. So we have The Rules of the Beast on New Year's Day, Blood Vessel on Thursday the 2nd, and The Dark Compass on Friday the 3rd of January, all at 9pm on BBC One. Mm. Meanwhile, Netflix have given us a date for their live-action adaptation of Joe Hill's Lock and Key series. Not on the 1st of January, sadly, but just over a month later on the 7th of February. We presume that all 10 episodes will be made available simultaneously, as is Netflix's usual way. I have a semi-addendum about this. Yes. Yes. It's quite impressive at your age. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently there's going to be at least one familiar name in the cast lineup. We have uh, uh, Jackson Robert Scott as the Bodie Lock, the junior member of the Lock family. (laughs) Yeah, he was was played Georgie in it. Oh, okay, the, yeah, the first kid to, to be offed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And the one that should be familiar, we have Amelia Jones as Kinsey Locke, the eldest daughter. Right. Who played, uh, hang on, hang on, the, the queen of the song or the queen of the, from uh, Rings of Akaton, okay, the little girl yeah, singer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 
Yes. That was, oh, how many years ago was that now? Yeah. So she must be a fair bit older. Yeah. Well, the, about 15 the, now, the, isn't the character, I think, is somewhere about 19, 15. She's school age. So, okay. so yes. And I also have a list of episodes, if you're okay. interested. Okay, we have, in no particular order, because they're all dated the same day. But okay. the, the you list probably is, want to watch them in order. Yeah, no, the, the, the list as I read them up are Welcome to Matheson, Trapper Keys, The Keeper of the Keys... The Black Door, Ray of Effing Sunshine, <laughs> Head Games, Family Trees, Echoes, Dissection, Crown of Shadows. If we blitz that in one night, we're going to be really tired the next day. <laughs> Box it marathon. Uh, we did it with the Haunting of Hill House and Good Omens. And we were really tired the we next really day. We were really tired the next <laughs> yeah. day, but yeah, we Speaking of Good Omens, does anyone know when it's going to be screened on BBC Two? I don't know. When is it going to be screened? <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought it was a joke. No, but assuming it would have been over Christmas, is it not? Yeah, I've, no, no, no. Nothing, I've, well, seen, I've seen nothing on terrestrial TV. I've seen so. uh, adverts for video, the DVD for. Mm -hmm. but, well, considering, as we're going to review later, it took them two years to get War of the Worlds to the TV. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Next piece of news, chaps. Stephen, would you like to read one? Yeah. Go on, then. Get on with it. <laughs> uh, Doctor Who Total Immersion. With the Doctor Who experience replacement still AWOL, there is not only a lack of official Doctor Who exhibitions to visit, but we've also lost the interactive bit at the beginning. Mm. A new live experience to be called Doctor Who Time Fracture is set to fill that void in London sometime in late 2020. It is being created by a company known as Immersive Everywhere, who have prior with a Great Gatsby-themed interactive experience... This Doctor Who 90-minute immersive event will allow visitors to play an active part in the story, engaging with actors or simply watch as the story unfolds. Could this be a lightweight escape room with some added role-playing? How many cosplayers are going to go to that? <laughs> Me. Yep. If you want to find out for yourself then, before tickets go on sale, you can be buy a so-called Gallifreyan coin. This can be converted into a real ticket with priority booking access for the date and time of your preferred performance. That real booking facility is expected to come online sometime in February. Coins can be bought now. Oddly, the official Doctor Who YouTube channel briefly posted a trailer video for Doctor Who Time Fracture and then almost immediately took it down. Mm -hmm. No doubt a new version will appear shortly. More can be found at ImmersiveDoctorWho.com. Mm. Do you know how much those tickets are, though? Because I went to look at the coins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like £80. What? Really? Yeah, the they're, coins. They're, it's, it's rather steep. Mm, just well, just escape rooms are pretty expensive, too, depending this on people you get in there. Mm, right. It would be nice. <laughs> yeah, it's about time we have another interactive, immersive mm. experience. Yeah. Uh, I am assuming if it's got actors on it, it'll be something like the um, London Dungeon. Yeah, like I said, <laughs> yeah. The, the Jack Ripper tour in London Dungeons. I noticed with um, London Dungeon and Madame Tussauds. Yeah. Okay, they say they've got actors there, but so they can't touch you and you can't touch yeah. them. So yeah. Well, it's, yeah, not that sort of place. Yeah. You, you, you do that <laughs> you by mean, yourself. You mean right? I, you said I went to the wrong place? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blast. <laughs> okay, being Christmas, the yep. world has gone all Eastenders. And, and has been very sad mm -hmm. and we've lost an awful lot of people yeah. in the last couple of weeks yes. yeah, and the yeah. first the first one in many ways the, is the saddest because he was such a nice guy mm. 
Does anyone want to read it out? Le passons, passons. I'm going to mangle it. <laughs> René Aubergenois. Dead. René Aubergenois, best known for us as Odo from Star Trek Deep Space Nine, has kicked his golden bucket, age 79. One day you're going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to burn. Besides playing the gruff, shape-shifting comfortable, constable, comfortable, <laughs> comfortable of DS9. Please read that sentence again. <laughs> <laughs> What's a, sh- a gruff, shape-shifting, comfortable? <laughs> I wish I could draw. <laughs> be like a blanket with eyes and a frown. <laughs> it's Odo. He could have been. Could have been, yeah. <laughs> this is a serious piece of news. <laughs> Besides... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah, you look it. <laughs> OK, Ready? Oh dear. Same. <laughs> he did it. We have the giggles. Besides playing the gruff, shape shifting constable of DS9, he was also well known for his roles in Boston Legal, the movie version of MASH, as Colonel West in Star Trek VI, Chef Louise in The Little Mermaid, and of course, Clayton Runnymede Endicott III in Benson, amongst so many more. Many people have tweeted, including Armand Shimmerman. It's with great heartache and loss I share with you the passing of my dear, dear René Aubergenois. The last message he said to me was entitled, Don't Forget. I know that I, Kitty, and all who knew him will never forget. The world seems noticeably emptier now. I love him. Nana Visitor, I love and respect René's in more ways than I can say right now. This beautiful soul, oh my heart, oh. And George Takai. It's a terrible loss. Star Trek fans knew him as Odo from Deep Space Nine. We knew him as René. He was a wonderful, caring, intelligent man. He shall be missed. When I look out at the stars, I shall think of you, friend. Oh, God. Mm, so, <laughs> sad. Nana Visitor also a... did, um, she wrote a full piece for Variety magazine. Yeah, yeah. Which oh, it's quick. It's a bit teary. Yeah, yeah I bet. Mm, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. No one ever had a bad word for him. He just seemed to be no. a thoroughly nice guy. Mm. Uh, and for quite a lot of his range he did seem to be a bit part actor oh, yeah, he would turn cool. up in virtually oh, look everything look at his IMDB yeah. it's huge yeah. massive yeah. list he's working every single week yeah guest acting yeah. Role, yeah. He, he was, yeah there was a period when he was everywhere there's a picture yeah. of him from the 70s that actually made me laugh I think it was from Murder he wrote or something she wrote or something like that yeah. he's basically got, gone full disco with the hair oh. <laughs> but what got me always amazed me about him was in Deep Space Nine mm-hmm. he was in that prosthetic yeah, yeah and his eyes were amazing yeah. he could change from the constable to fear or sadness yeah. all just with his eyes yeah. mm. only the best actors can do that yeah. But Nana Visitor in her piece in Variety said that for their entire time on Deep Space Nine, she felt like she was playing tennis against a much better player. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So who else has passed away? Well, they've also lost DC Fontana, yes. Fontana? who yeah. shall be referred from now on as the legend that was DC yes. Fontana, because yeah. the woman was amazing. Yeah. Blimey, yeah. And um, Marina Sirtis announced during the week that her husband had died mm. in his sleep suddenly. Yeah. So not a happy time. No. And we've also, Stephen, you were going to mention... Yeah, we've also lost Carol Spinney. The guy was a legend that played um, Big Bird and Oscar the the Grouch in Sesame Street. He'd been playing them both since um, the show first started back in the 60s, uh, late 60s. He'd recently retired from the show 
obviously Sesame Street celebrating its 50th anniversary this year. Um, he retired, I believe, last year, and it's been handed over to Matt Vogel, I think I want to say. Mm-hmm. Did the last convention earlier this year, apparently was not looking that well by some fans that's in him. And then kind of went quiet, and just the other day I heard that he passed away, and it's yeah. quite sad. I mean, for, for me, as a fan of, like, puppetry and Jim Henson and that kind of stuff, obviously puppetry is a bit different. Carol was one of those ones that had um, a documentary about him that they filmed. So if you guys have seen the Being Elmo. No. Um, no. Okay. And I Am Big Bird. There were two kind of really interesting documentaries, a good 90-minute documentaries about behind the scenes of the life of Kevin Clash for Elmo and Carol for Big Bird and saying about the kind of people they were and the sto- their stories. And they were really interesting. So he was in the West Wing then. Yes. There was an episode where yeah. the Sesame Street vis- uh, puppets visited the West Wing oh, and that. Big Bird was basically stalking CJ. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. was rather, rather funny. <laughs> yeah, he was um, died at the age of eighty-five. Um, That's not bad innings. Yeah, he'd been living with dystonia for a while. So he retired last year at the age of eighty-four. Yeah, so yeah. he'll be missed. He's pretty much going right up until the end. I mean. Yeah, so must have been was... retired twenty odd years before that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was thoroughly depressing, as all EastEnders Christmases <laughs> tend to be. Yeah, yeah. Any okay. happy addendums? Oh yes. Oh, what is your happy addendum? In two weeks, will that be Christmas? We should have a new grandbaby. Oh, well, it's ten. <laughs> Grand Construct Mot Pot Construct uh, 1.2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Grand Bubby. Yeah. yeah. But you don't want to know that. That's not what you're here for. But I'm telling everyone. I told the lady in Iceland today. <laughs> she did look at you strangely. Mm, yeah. No other addendums. Well, I have, did have one. I didn't want to do it straight after all the deaths. Why? What's it about? Ghostbusters. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it seems appropriate. We, we shouldn't laugh, but. <laughs> You've seen the trailer. The new trailer, yeah. 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 Interesting. Can... Although it seemed to be entirely devoid of humour. Yes, that's exactly what I said. He had a go at me. It wasn't Ghostbusters. It was like someone was taking Ghostbusters far too seriously. It's got Paul Rudd in it, so I can't believe it's got no humour at all. It's just they've not put it in the trailer. They're just setting up the... I mean, there was a little bit of humour there, but it wasn't hilariously humorous. I just have to say, but it's in the Ghostbusters universe. Oh, don't you start. Don't you start. This isn't the same as Solo. (laughs) (laughs) We we will have to do that. Yes. Uh, at yeah. some point, I, I have been thinking up arguments. A segment, maybe not just for Star Wars, what makes Star Wars Star Wars, no. but also Doctor Who. Yes, Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In fairness, we haven't seen the film yet, so that's... No. Yeah, that's not till next yeah. year, the new one. Oh, I'll have to look for that on YouTube then. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably watch it after this podcast. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, perhaps we're just missing the point and they and, were doing and... it, they did it that way ironically. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Speaking of trailers, Wonder Woman trailer, Wonder Woman trailer. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that yet. Oh, it's so good. It's awesome. And the James Bond trailer, that was brilliant. That was really good. There's, they've also dropped a couple of seven-minute features on each major character for The Witcher. Oh, yeah, they were good. Ooh. Oh, really? Okay. Because that starts Which is on December, December the... the 20th. Excellent. That's Netflix? Netflix. Netflix. It's Netflix, yeah. okay. Oh, oh, been a while before I see that. Yeah, there were four trailers recently. That were Black Widow as well. Yes. Black Widow, oh, yes. Yes, there was. Yeah. David Harbour. Yes. Good stuff coming up. I was so happy, has it? Black Widow trailer, yes. Mm. Then Ghostbusters have got Finn Wolfhard. Yes. Stranger Things. They're all going everywhere now, aren't they? They're they are. Yeah. 
going out. Spread their little wings. <laughs> or in some cases, their hunky, manly wings. He's only about 15. No, no! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I have a slight addendum. Speaking of Stranger Things, mm. yeah. Lily Allen, the pop star. Yes. Right. Apparently her latest squeeze is the uh, sheriff who goes around punching people. What? Hopper? Yeah, Hopper. Oh. Really? So the Red Lily Guardian. Lily Allen and Hopper. Yeah. Quite an age gap there. But... It really is. <laughs> so the, re- okay. the Red Guardian. Hang about, did Lily Allen say this? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually in the paper. Picture yeah, of them hang together. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, but did, they just, Mayor. did they just take something from her Twitter feed where she claimed to be doing something that she really, really isn't? No, it was in a few... It was in a few newspapers or something. Yeah. Again, did they just take it from her Twitter feed? <laughs> Lily Allen sometimes claims that she's done or doing or was going to do many, many things that turn out to be Lots perhaps less than accurate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and that's the end of the news. Thank goodness. <laughs> that went on for a while. Yeah. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Right, now because it's Christmas, we are going to have some cake. Ooh. And you mm, lot cake. will damn well listen to us eat it what ta- before we move on to our next segment. What type no, of no, cake no. is it? Chocolate cake. Chocolate Chocolate log. Chocolate log. log. Oh. <laughs> and just to make it fun, it's not gluten-free, so Adam should explode <laughs> in about four minutes. No, definitely. While you're preparing cake, I just have remembered uh, another addendum. Oh, well okay. It's one that we noticed through the week. You're not preparing um, cake. I'm a reader of the River of London books yes. and a follower like of the River people. of London books yes and now Chaosin is bringing out a role playing game based on oh. the Rivers of London Ooh. oh boy yes <laughs> have to see how much and whether I can afford to splurge <laughs> can you justify it to yourself I can always justify it to myself you it's just very can't easy. justify it to me yeah that's, yeah, that's, that's, the where, the pro- <laughs> that's where the problem starts hmm the chances of anything coming from staggering stories are a million to one against. <laughs> As you can tell, we've been watching the BBC's latest adaptation of War of the Worlds. Pause for music. Okay, unpopular opinion here, based yes. on everything that's been going through my Twitter feed and Facebook feed. I suspect I agree with you, then. Mm, yes. I really, really enjoyed this. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was such a different approach to yeah. it. As I said on Facebook, if I wanted to watch just another retelling of the book as it was, I, there were plenty of other decent versions out of there, yeah. including Jeff Wayne's. Yeah. This was, mm. it was different. It came at the whole thing sideways. It had Robert Carlyle in it. <laughs> Is there a good you had to use your imagination in places. I thought it was a wonderful adaptation. Yeah. I, I essentially had no problems. I thought the BBC excelled with his dark materials, but oh, um, yeah. they're still with, excelling. With War of the Worlds, it took a good sci-fi novel and critique of British British imperialism and tied it up in knots. Oh, a disagreement! Okay. The, okay. the mention about the imperialism—that was the only bit about it I didn't the enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. The bit, yeah, you know the speech. Yeah, the yeah. bit right at the end. Yeah. I agree with what was said. Oh, completely, but it seemed to be... It didn't fit. I agree that it didn't fit, but essentially that's what War of the Worlds was about. That was what uh, H.G. Wells' take on it was. It was an allegory about... Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I didn't need it rammed home. That's it. They didn't have to hammer it in. I I understood, because we did this in my last uh, year of school as as my project for my final exams. Mm. So I understood that then. Mm. I didn't need to be told. 
Mm. Well, no, but a lot of people do, but that's yeah. why they had to be quite so blatant. And not just people in this country, of course. This, this is something that's going to be shown around the world. Yeah. I mean, to, to me, there were so many glaring omissions from the TV series. I mean, okay. no red weed. Where was the red weed? Yeah, you had the crystalline weed right at the end. The, the, the other the flash growth. forwards. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, were. It was, it was. There were no gathering machines that the Martians used to gather people up to harvest them. No. The, they were not but they were shown feeding on people. Yes. <laughs> that was the next point I was coming to. I mean, in the novel, the Martians injected themselves with human blood. But in this, when we saw the Martians for the first time and they were eating that uh, middle-aged woman, yeah. to me, there was very little intelligence there. They were just like animals feasting on a carcass. I think uh, go down to KFC and watch humans eat. The Martians were sort of decently rendered as, you know, sort of as yeah. tri- tripedal creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to me, they're just like, sort of, they look like spiders with three legs. And I was very, very disappointed well, with that. I mean, the, what you were saying about the red weed, mm. when the book was written you know they knew mars was red yeah um and mm. that's wells's well, take yeah. on it mm. yeah. but now we've had was it curiosity up on mars. we know exactly what yeah. mars looks like well, yeah. and this mm. looked more like mars does mm. and this uh, to me the yeah, bbc was just taking obviously. it forward to what obviously, we know so the mars the mars that hg hg wells predicted was a more romantic vision of it well, yeah, yeah, but that he yeah. was going on what he knew yeah. at the yeah. time, well, and they right. knew very little. I mean, okay, this was before the time when Percival Lowell sort of, yeah. sort of mapped the, sort of the surface Mars. But what I'm saying is I think the BBC decided to bring it up to date. The mm. Earth was ended up looking like Mars does, because that's what the Martians were doing. Yeah, terrifying. Yeah. And yeah. so the reason there was no red weed is because there is no Mars red form. weed. Mm. It's, yeah. it's dust. Yeah, but back then, sort of nobody, sort of no, yeah, nobody this is why quite I like, knew what it was. This is why I like the way they they went at the series. Yeah. It was as, as if Wells was writing it now. He wouldn't talk about red mm. weed. He would talk about the dust. Yeah, but fair enough then. But I was expecting a, a faithful representation of the novel. A lot of people were, but yeah. there's no reason why you should have done, really. That's they what, never said that. Yeah, but the thing is, I mean, this was supposedly the first proper depiction of the novel as it was written. But who said that? Yeah. Don't think anybody yeah, did. Yeah, but People there, assumed I mean, that based on we the, had the trailer, 19, We more. had the 1952 version, which was, I mean, okay, sort of, it was very much sort of uh, Chesley Bonestell, sort yeah. of spaceships and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Then we had the 2005 Tom, Tom Cruise depiction. I was watching that last night and I thought that was more faithful to the novel than this was, than this travesty. But that, that's mm. like Adam mm. saying, no one said this was going to be a scene-for-scene scene taken of the novel. This is why I enjoyed it so much, because yeah. it was a different take. If you wanted that, looking back a couple of years, well, a couple of decades now, you had the remake of Psycho, which was literally a shot-for-shot, dialogue-for-dialogue yeah, dialogue remake. Why bother, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Why bother? Why yeah. do that? Mm. And as for the flash-forwards, I mean, what was the point of those? In some scenes, they were only alluding to what happened in the past, the way the Martians were dispatched by sort of the bacteria in Earth's atmosphere and, uh, and uh, sort of... Just a human's flesh plot device to show that it takes a long time for things to happen for the earth to eventually win mm. yeah, but, but you don't want to show that in the entire episode just of that mm, yeah but the thing was to me it just seemed like you know, all these flash forward just seemed like war of the world's part two what well, happened next it was more to my mind it was more harking back to again what the whole thing was about uh, as in the propaganda and and ramming home the falsehoods because you had that comic that the boy was we re- reading that told of our glorious victory the way that we defeated 
yeah. in battle when the we Martians really didn't. when we <laughs> when it was said we had no idea what the hell killed them. well that was the thing I mean the uh, scenes where they're down on the beach you know the ships are shelling the uh, yeah. Martian tripods yeah. I mean there was no mention of HMS Thunderchild yeah again I don't they didn't that, they, I the don't think the beach wouldn't know that would they the people try to get out wouldn't be mm. bothered about the name of the vessels yeah, but it's just a, it's just HMS ex- Thunderchild was the most powerful ship in the British yeah. Navy and there's a very good song in the Jeff Wayne yeah, it was yeah. a very good song. Go Thunderchild <laughs> yeah but, but the thing is to our modern point of view no one has know what the hell or where Thunderchild is or the significance of Thunderchild so it's not an essential part of the plot it's, it's more Jeff Wayne really has made it yes. such a big thing well, yeah. I suppose so to me the flash the flash forwards were superfluous I mean they could have carried the dramatisation on to its conclusion where the, the the earth is overrun by the red, you know, red weed and yet the Martians are dying due to the bacteria which they did do but yeah, instead but, of the red weed we had the red dust yeah, yeah but as I say that, that was only alluded to in the flash forwards yeah. and that, I mean at times this is one point the fake Crumbly brought up as well it was you know, some of the scenes were very dark so you couldn't really see what was going on having, TV. having lived through Game of Thrones season 8 episode no. 3 I didn't think they were dark at all no. nothing was dark compared to that <laughs> <laughs> what's no. that black blob against that other black blob I found the the flash forwards much more realistic for want of another mm. term to how if it happened it would happen because and I love HG Wells I really do the man was a genius but it was all it was wrapped up so neatly and tidily and quickly it was, yeah, yeah mm. very quickly done but these flash forwards show that the earth was badly damaged or at least the UK was we didn't venture out yeah, into the rest of the world the, entire world. Yeah. the yeah, earth was so sure. badly damaged yeah. that it's going to take, mm. a generation take a generation to recover yeah but it was just the way we were catap- you know, catapulted forwards and backwards in time it was a way to misdirect you forever it well, was implying that yeah, but I mean, he survived but I was thinking I mean I was half expecting to see Joseph Fiennes rep- you know, reprising his role from flash forward yeah hopping up and down going oh there's another flash forward coming <laughs> <laughs> I really oh I'm so glad you yeah. didn't like it <laughs> It's so boring when we all agree. <laughs> I will admit the last episode left me slightly down. It wasn't the... Uh, oh, they, they uh, sopranosed it, it. Yeah, yeah. It left a very bad taste in my mouth, unfortunately. But you had the... It, it appeared to end on a reign of hope there. Yeah, exactly. You had the, the, green, the, the, yeah, green the green shoot was coming through. Yeah. She'd worked out what they had to do. Boom, let's get on with it. It was like the yeah. end of that film... Oh, what was it called? Where nobody could make a noise because the creatures could find the them. Quiet oh. Yeah, Quiet Place. Yeah. yeah. Quiet place. And yeah. at the end, they'd worked out what to do and the mother and daughter just stood there clicked their guns and got ready to do it you didn't have to see it happen you knew it was going to and that's what I liked about this it it sopranos the end which took me by surprise but they'd worked it out we'd had the whole thing about the smallest of God's creatures bringing down the Martians and that tit who you know sort of oh no that's that's not good enough you know streaks of Darwinism yeah Darwinism (laughs) I'm really glad you hated it for for all the right reasons Long listeners appear to have taken against it, so no, yeah, could yeah. yeah. somebody here to represent them. And, and I, just saying, I mean, okay, I mean, I'm going to go into full crumbly rant mode here. Uh-oh. Oh god, um, brace yourselves, right. <laughs> As it's a BBC production, I mean, there's got to be some hand-wringing, you know, sort of left-wing bias in it. <laughs> and as I say, the tirade the the that George came out with in the final episode about, we're the British Empire, we're responsible for the Martians coming here. I just thought, I'll for insert beep well, that, here. Well, that's, that's the bit we none yeah. of us liked, because, you know, I can see why he didn't, didn't need to be hammered home. Uh, we knew he, what it was about. He was just wearing a hair shirt and sort of scouring him. Skin, you know, sort of yeah. But like we said at the beginning Scourging of this himself. piece, that was the blame 
basic thrust and point of the book. Yeah. Yes, but it's H. At H. The t- Wells did it in a more refined oh, manner. I'm, I'm not denying I'm not sure that, that, that would be picked up by a modern audience, particularly perhaps an audience abroad. Well, then modern audiences and audiences abroad should read a damn book. <laughs> <laughs> or a Kindle. I've got it on Kindle. Well, lovely. Fake Crumb is also the book for Christmas. So. Is she going to be angry at it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to hear an adaptation which is faithful, there are various audio versions. Mm, I'm sure there like are. Like Sherwood yeah. Studios, whatever they're called. They've got one. Yeah. yeah. But, OK, this didn't appeal to everyone. It's been, it's very Marmite, isn't it? It, it is. I don't know yeah, anyone yeah. who went, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. It's either, God, I like that, or I am going to murder the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> By way of summing up, I mean, as I say... Oh, God, he it, isn't finished. No, no, he's still going. It should have either been called War of the Worlds 2 when Martians bugger off. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or War of the Woke, because the script could have easily been written by Titania McGrath. She's awesome, isn't she? I know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to War of the Worlds ish. Ish, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I thought it was absolute pants. No. Tell you what, Crumbly, why don't we pull DVD. some crackers and put it all behind <laughs> oh, us? Oh, please. <laughs> right, being Christmas. And being the environmentally sound people we are, oh, yeah. <laughs> we've got some pretend Christmas crackers. They look fairly real to me. Shh. Oh, sorry. And we will now pull them for your delight and edification. Oh, pull my <laughs> cracker. Pull Crumbly, my may I pull your cracker? <laughs> you may, Miss Fee. There you go. Oh, Oh, they've got glitter on them. Could you? (laughs) He's got glitter on him. They didn't have glitter in War of the Worlds. Would you? Would you care to pull my thingy? Something went over there. Look, look, kids say that as well. I got a prize. I'm covered in glitter. That's what a lot of kids said. Are you sure it's not full somewhere? (laughs) I have a bottle opener. Bottle opener. I have a notepad. Bottle. (laughs) I've got a key ring which has a a really fake plastic diamond on the end. Sorry. Oh, I've got a pack of very small playing cards. This is actually really useful because I've got to go to the election count on Thursday. So. <laughs> yeah. I've got some nail clippers. Oh, that's perfect. Always handy. That's going to be an all-nighter, isn't it? <laughs> the election. Oh, yes. Always is. Oh, they're really good cards and all. Oh, quite oh. a decent hat oh, too. I've got a joke. Oh, what a joke. Go what on, is your joke? I have, I have a notepad with about five notelets on it. What do you call just married spiders? Newlywebs. Newly yeah. webbed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Got this glitter everywhere. Oh, yeah. Glitterfest. <laughs> got my hat. What do you get if you team Father Christmas with a detective? I don't know. What, what do, you do you get, get if you, you team Father, Father Christmas, Christmas with, with a detective? detective? Santa clues. Oh, for uh, God's sake. <laughs> that's not even a joke, I'm not even sure. <laughs> <laughs> what do weird? you get if you cross a chicken with a bedside clock? Cluck-a-doodle-doo. An alarm clock. His was better. Oh. <laughs> right, where's my joke? Uh-huh. I don't know. Where, Where is, is your joke? joke? <laughs> OK, here we go. Oh, heck. What do you call a penguin in the Sahara Desert? Lost. Lost. Yes. yes. <laughs> or probably dead, frankly. Oh, <laughs> and my, my charade song is Waterloo. Oh, OK, go on then. Waterloo. I was defeated, you won the war. <laughs> Not sure how charades work. Yeah. <laughs> right, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, she's already told us what it is. <laughs> my joke. Go on, then. What's worse than finding a worm in your apple? Finding, finding half, half a worm, worm in, in your, your apple. apple. <laughs> 
No, having electrodes attached to your genitals and being beaten with the length of knotted rope. You made that up, didn't you? Have you tried that? Can you confirm? <laughs> well, he, he won't whap it out. I've no. offered to stamp on it. I really do like my little pack of playing cards. If you're pulling an environmentally unsafe Christmas cracker, do tell us what you got in it and share your joke with us. You can do so by writing to us at show at staggering stories.net <laughs> Right, now Crumbly's had his first rant. Yeah. We're going to go on to a big finish Ooh. called The Invaders of Mars. Invaders from Mars. Which is all about War of the Worlds and other stuff. In a roundabout way. So let's pause for some music. <laughs> Can I start? Go on, then. I disliked this one. You disliked it? I disliked it for one reason. Oh, right. And one reason only. Charlie was useless. (laughs) (laughs) She did nothing but... Get kidnapped, yep. get drugged, yep. be stoned, say, yep. oh, for goodness sake, a lot. <laughs> get stoned? Yeah. Well, yeah, she was someone truth rejected drugged. her with... Uh, and generally oh, yeah, not right. do anything. She didn't do a great deal. Well, no. she was quite funny when she yeah, was drugged. She was funny drugged. when she was drugged, yeah. But, no, <laughs> if you're going to have Charlie in a story, you better damn well use her. Hmm. Other well, than that, and abuse this was absolutely brilliant and is my second favourite big finish after Chimes of Midnight. Oh, I liked yeah. the two hapless aliens in it. They seem to me... Definitely. Comedy, they, yeah, they seem to me if they'd been taken from round the horn. <laughs> <laughs> the, the old radio show. Mm, yes. you know? They may well be influenced by that. Yeah, yeah. I assume that was Simon Pegg again doing one of them. Or... I don't know. I and Jess- Jessica Hine as well was, um, <laughs> what's her name? Uh, Glory B. Glory B. Glory B. Glory B. Yeah. Yes. What a... mm-hmm. Terrible fake name. Yeah. But it was in the program. And yeah. they all spoke yeah. with these really faux Bronx accents. Yeah. The, the, the Bronx accents, the Russian accents, mm. all the accents They're were all caricatures. Yeah. Wonderfully, wonderfully dubious. Yeah. Well, again, and it, every time something dramatic happened, the music went... It takes the old um, radio like, shows as yes. a, yeah. a, a framework. I was, I was thinking yeah. Dick Barton, yeah. that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Sort of the, the 1930s. Mm. Who was a slightly camp gentleman in it? Was it Car- Carmine um, uh, Divine? Scum Devine. Devine. Yeah, Scum Devine. Scum Devine. Yeah, well, not Scum Levine. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but also, again, I like the fact that they took, for the most part, they took the sound effects, certainly the alien ray guns, uh, from, yes. the, yeah, from the from George the Powell's yeah. War of the Worlds. Mm. Yeah. With a nice little sizzle sound afterwards when they'd been yeah. shot and killed someone. Mm, slightly another, sizzled. Yes. Another one of the best things about it is, so often I completely lost track of what the hell was going on. <laughs> yeah. Basically, basically, for <laughs> anyone who doesn't know, on. it's set on the night that War of the Worlds was yes. broadcast. October the, the 31st, hell out of 1936. Yeah. Was it 36? Around that time. I think so. Yeah. yeah, so it was set on that night. So, of course, half the city thought they were being invaded by aliens from Mars. And it turns out they were being invaded mm. by aliens. Yeah. Yeah. But not from Mars. Mm-hmm. And rather hapless ones. And the Doctor was pretending to be a secret agent and trying to talk like private secret eye. agents talk. <laughs> Sorry, a private eye. Trying mm, to talk like yeah. private eyes talk in the comics and getting it very very wrong <laughs> I, sometimes I just completely lost track of who had done what to who yeah. I've got crumbs chocolate cake crumbs all down my cleavage would, would you like me to remove them <laughs> anyway um, <laughs> who was doing what to who and why but it was still 
wonderful. Yeah, there's another facet of um, McGann's Doctor that sort of comes to the fore here that, again, we didn't actually get much of in the TV series mm. as him pointing out things and then realising what he said. Like what? Uh, well, I think it's New York. There's the size of the buildings. There's the uh, number plate there. Uh, there's the dead body over there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when they discover the air yeah. private yeah, line. Yeah, right at the beginning. Half and away or whatever the, his name the, him, the speech he makes at the end of it, when he says, we are the Martians, we will come and uh, trample all over you. And <laughs> yeah. He's not too sure what to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Looking at the cast list here, I, there's a few people who didn't realise were in it. Katie Manning. Blimey. Who did she play? She was a reception guest. Okay. Didn't recognise her at all. What? Uh, Paul Putner, who people know from Nebulous. Mm. He is uh, Bix Byro. Uh, yeah. The guy who plays Orson Welles. Yeah. David Benson, who plays Panda. Oh, really? Yeah. It was a very good Orson Welles. It was a very good Orson Welles, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I love the way he pronounced it Orson. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah, his yeah. name, he should know. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Mark Benton. Never heard of Mark Benton? <laughs> what year was this? This it came out? Oh, right. 2002, January 2002. But, yeah, 2002, so it predates the new series. But, oh, yeah. But it has very quite a few new series tropes, as in the fact that they're laying seeds for what happens in later stories. Like the fact that Orson Welles didn't recognise who Shakespeare was, which pops up in a Dalek one later on. Oh. Oh, so they, really? they are okay. actually sort of laying arc plot threads. Yeah. And the Doctor giving away that he's got a career coming. Oh, you're awesome, Wells. I loved your films. I haven't made any films. Oh, you will. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Gatiss in there as well. I'll see Simon Pegg and Jessica mm. Stevenson yeah. as well. Because I think Simon Pegg at the moment, at that point in time, was doing a lot of Strontium Dog. Yeah. Did the Judge think, Dread. I think he just finished doing Spaced. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know him back then. I must admit. Mm. Only now can I really hear it just about here is in his voice. I had watched Spaced, so mm. I knew who yes. the... I, know I who still... They who did, who did he play in this? Because I, I, uh, I knew the, he was the, in the it. The Mafia Don. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't hear him at all. Uh, no, oh, really? I could, yeah. I could yeah. hear the voice. Yeah. Don Cheney. Sound, but he Don actually Chaney. got the accent right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. In an outrageous fashion, me, yeah, <laughs> as you'd expect. Did like that the McGann. He seemed so normal compared to everybody else around him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So refined and uh, all these yeah. weird accents. Yeah, the, the, the doctor's the only normal one yeah. there. Yeah. But I also liked that he, he, they got into this through his whole let's poke it with a stick and see what happens. Yeah. yeah. You know, rather than saying. Saying, no, Miss Glory B, I am not the private eye you're looking for, but I have found his body. Will you help me call the police? Yeah. He jumped straight in with both feet and just went with the character. Yeah. Why not? And also, I like the fact it was him who got Charlie to search the body. He didn't search the body himself. He got <laughs> yeah. Charlie. Because yeah. yeah, he said, detective. "How's your stomach?" Pardon? Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, what year was Charlie from? She was about roughly the same. Thirty-two. Because she said, yeah. "Oh, I could get a boat. I could That's, get a yeah, train yeah. home." Yeah, this is thirty-eight. He, yeah, he got quite cross you know what is it with you humans that you always want to leave me yeah <laughs> that cosmo devine but it reminded me a lot of max cordoplin is it whatever his name is oh, from, oh, uh, from Hitchhike. Hitchhike. Yeah. yeah yeah i don't know it's deliberately yeah he was the, uh, on that. Yeah, the yeah. mc at the uh, restaurant well, in the, the universe yeah. um it was a radio trope at the time to have a straight queen for right. want of a better, yeah. better yeah. term someone who's exceedingly feminine effeminate but yeah. is straight yeah although well, pretty implied he's not it, yeah it is it is is implied that what was, it, what was yeah. the line I've got a young man in my bedroom Kel Demage you might say <laughs> <laughs> or Pousse Change you might yeah, say yeah. <laughs> certainly a, a style of a, a trope yeah of, the, of that period and he turns out to be working for the Nazis I think the Nazis yeah. yes oh, oh. yes the fifth column forgot about one, them one yeah. of what so, the other four do so you've got yeah, Russians, Russians you've got Germans you've got yeah. the Nazis mm. yeah <laughs> 
everything into the mix. And the aliens <laughs> who were just trying to do a big con job. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah, much. So that was the thing. I can't, what was it they were actually trying to do? Were they, were they offering protection? Protection yeah. racket, yeah. that's protection pretty much what, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it certainly, certainly seemed they were punching above their weight. Certainly destroy a streif. They were a bit inept. Yes. Well, that's what I mean. They, they seem to be lifted from round the horn. They yeah. definitely very much a, a straight man and a yeah. comic type. Okay. It really, really is good. It's it's hard to describe how good it was. but it's, It is it's, good. It's and a romp. It's yes. a unique one, I think. I've yeah. not heard another big finish quite like it's, it. Mm. Not often they actually play for comedy value. Mm. Yeah, this yeah. is definitely comedy. You get the occasional one, particularly around Christmas, Yeah, normally with Colin Baker. Yeah. In some ways. <laughs> uh, Singing. Particularly mm. good at it. <laughs> but here it's good to hear McGann in a comedy. It's probably yeah. the first comedy that his doctor had been yeah. in. I think so, yeah. Which is a shame, because I think he's probably a natural. Yeah, I think he is, yeah. yeah. Who wrote this one. Done a few. Written by uh, somebody called Mark Gatiss. Uh, <laughs> never heard of him. Never heard of him. I'm sure he's destined for great Directed things. by somebody with a similar name, Mark Gatiss. Oh, oh, I wonder if they know each other. Do by Gary Russell. Oh, I don't know who that is. So that was Invaders from Mars yep. by Big Finish. Mm, yep, yep. Really do recommend you have a listen to it. It's probably on Spotify for free if you want to go and find yes. it. Yes. If you're really nice, I might have a spare copy knocking around. <laughs> you can't buy it on CD anywhere, I don't think. Oh. But Ooh, you can still buy it and download it. You can, you can download put that on eBay. I think it's quite cheap on download. But then when you've listened to it, do write to us because <laughs> we are hungry, hungry for your feedback. Um, Wasn't the chocolate log enough? The chocolate nog. The chocolate log. <laughs> the chocolate knob. Do, what? Do write to us via show. At Tangering. Stories. Dot. Net. <laughs> El Presidente has come up with a cracking new Christmas game. Stolen the game. Yeah. Being Stolen. El Presidente, it is unnecessarily convoluted, yet surprisingly simple. <laughs> we have all been given whiteboards yeah. and Look, hang on, hang funky on. pens. Hold the whiteboards up so the ladies and gentlemen at home can see them. There you go. <laughs> Wobble it. Here and one of us is, is going to be the guesser, and the other three are going to be the clue givers. Now, the guesser is going to cover their eyes, and on Adam's funky screen, known to most of us as a TV... Laser display board. Sorry, laser display board. ...is <laughs> going to appear the name of a Doctor Who villain or monster. Yep. Now, the guesser doesn't get to see that, obviously. All the others of us will write down a one-word clue. One word. One so, word. for example... Dalek, exterminate, or yep. plunger, Ooh. or stairs. But the wrinkle is, if more than one of us write the same clue, yep. that clue gets wiped out. Gets and the guesser only has one clue to guess what the monster mm. stroke mm. villain one is. Mm. It's very convoluted, and we're going to give it a go. Yeah, so let's see. bear with us. Yeah. I will be the first guesser. Okay. So shall I just take my glasses off? That's much the same. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My eyes are closed. Okay, let me bring up on laser display board the new word. <laughs> now, of course, you can't see this, so the, the, how this is going to work in audio is beyond me. Well, they but... can play along as well. Okay, so. but we made charades Ooh. work. How are they going to play along? They can't see the word. <laughs> they can't, but they can guess <laughs> oh, from what we say. Oh, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. All right. Um, is it right. gone? Oh, it can be. If everybody's happy with that? Yeah, yeah. I've done that. Yep, it's gone. Right. It's gone. Okay. Right. I'm opening my eyes. Are you all writing your clues yep. in big letters because I'm blind as a frigging bat? <laughs> Only one word, remember? I have a query. How do you know if two of you have written the same clue? We have Without... to show each have to Oh, show you've each got other. to show each other. Yeah. So yes. I've got to close my eyes again. Yep. We will do whenever he's okay. finished writing. Have you all finished? Yep. No. I'm... Yeah. Oh, Stephen, get a move on. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I am closing my eyes again. 
Okay, okay. okay. Yep, you all did okay. different clues. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it's a Doctor Who monster or it's, villain? It's yeah. definitely Doctor Who monster. Okay. Crumbly, show me your clue. Not speak it Horny. out. Horny. <laughs> Is this by any chance the Nymon? <laughs> no, no. You've seen them all. No. We, only one, we only get one guess. Sorry, I didn't realise. Okay. okay. No, no. So the first clue is horny. Yep. Keith, what's your clue? Hellmouth. Ooh. Stephen, what's your clue? Hole. Hole. El Presidente, what's your clue? Sanctuary. Ooh. Does anybody at home know what this is? Um, horny, hellmouth, hole oh. and sanctuary. Is this that devil beast from the one with the black hole? Drum With, with all the ooze. <laughs> It is. Yes. Awesome. Okay, Crumbly. Ash. You're going to be the guesser. We already. Yep. Refreshing. <laughs> Do we have that? I don't God. know. Yep, got it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully, this isn't too obvious. Are we going to show our clues? Is yep. finished? Oh, I don't no. have one. I don't have a word because I, I <laughs> don't, don't know, know anything about it. Oh. Oh, Adam, whisper a word to him. Oh, yeah, I, I've got another word. La, 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 la. Right, okay, yep. Right, shall we um, show I each other? I magically have a word. Show each other. Okay, you're all right, we're all right. Oh, yep. excellent. Right. We now may reveal our words. You can may stop averting my yeah, eyes Yeah, you can now. stop averting right. your eyes. El Presidente, what's your word? Secrets. Secrets. Ooh. Stephen? Let's. Mob. Mob. Robot. Oh, this Pretty is a good. tough one. Yeah. What's your word again? Secrets. 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 Yeah. Glitz. Marb and Mob. Robot. Oh, come on. Ding, ding, Get those ding, brain cells. Ding, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Why am I thinking of my villains? Because I you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. You're thinking of glistens. Mm, no, glitz. It's all their wigs. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think we can't give that to you, unfortunately. Sablom Glitz. Would that have helped? It was Drathro, the L3 robot from Mysterious Planet. Marb Station. The secrets from the Matrix. Mm. It's my turn now. Husband of mine, it's your turn. Okay, wife of mine. Close your Mm, pork pies. No, pork pies is lies, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Where's Jean when you need her? Where is Jean? I don't know. Indisposed. Has she run off with Father Christmas again? Probably, yeah. She likes the hairy old man. She does. Mm. Anyway, (laughs) reset the laser display board. Oh, okay. Yeah, we've I all don't got like that. the sound of that. You can you can look again for the moment while we can't. No, I, I shall stay here with the paper hat over my eyes. Okay. Are hyphenated words allowed? <laughs> don't know. I think they should be. Sounds like a bit of cheating, but maybe, maybe. What's wrong with a bit of cheating? <laughs> right. I have a word. And it's not hyphenated. <laughs> I have a word. Does everyone have a word? Yep. Sausages. Not you. Okay, you, you. everybody show each other their words. Ooh. Uh. Woo. Okay. No matching words. No matching we all word. cool with that. Excellent. Yeah. All right. All right, husband, open your eyes. <laughs> Whose would you like to see first? <laughs> Yours, of course. Pat- Patchwork. We have Petricor over Petricor. here. Right. Physician. And Corridor. 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 Doctor Who and Corridors? Really? (laughs) Right. I think he should get this one. I think so. I think it is House. Yeah. 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 House from the Doctor's Wife. From the Doctor's Wife. I'm really surprised we haven't matched Yeah, me too. It's like we're cheating, but we're not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, anyway. Stephen, cover your eyes, boy. I'm going to be terrible. Cover them, no cheating. Ready? Ready? Reveal the word. Oh. Oh. Oh, 
and covering it. I hope it's not plastic who. <laughs> I've got my word. Yeah, I, I think you might have trouble with this one. Uh, I think you will have trouble. I think with a this lot one. of people won't. But yeah. uh, do we all have a word? Yes. Almost. I don't. You're not meant to have a word. <laughs> okay. Yep. Show each other Let's quickly. Show each other the words. Okay, we're all right again. So. Okay. Uncover your eyes, young Stephen. Right. I've forgotten what you look like. <laughs> That's all right. Most people do. Aww. <laughs> Lucky for them. <laughs> Door slams. <laughs> Go on then, Adam. Show the young man your clue. Capel. 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 Okay. Hands. Ultra. Sand miner. Which I nearly put. I'm glad I did. Is that two words or one word? I think that's one word. It's one word now. I have no idea. (laughs) Hands. Ultra, which is all kinds of awesome, by the way, as a clue. (laughs) And sand miner. And yes. As you feared, it is classic, classic who. Classic. Yeah. But it Dang is it. an absolutely brilliant story. Yes, it is. And classic, an absolutely brilliant enemy. Ooh. You've probably heard of, even if you've never seen it. They are somewhat referenced in the in the new Who episode, kind of. Yeah. Oh, let's think of a clue for him. Oh, yeah, oh those I biscuits know. I used to have at play school with all the red in the middle. That looks like one of the things in this episode. A corpse marker. <laughs> I don't know about the biscuits you have at play school. That's very helpful. <laughs> Do you give up? Yeah, I'm going to give up because I don't know. Oh, it's the Vok robot from the Robots uh, of Death. Okay, okay. Right, yeah. oh, a classic. Enough, you you have enough. to watch that one. Yes. Really is good. A classic episode. I have seen that one, but... Okay, okay Adam, cover your right. eyes. Avert your eyes. Eyes are covered. What is the clue, young Stephen? Oh. Oh, oh. 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 God, yeah. <laughs> that was like an interesting God. one. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I've forgotten which one... <laughs> I don't I might need know. a word for this. Feel free to look it up on IMDb or, or Wikipedia or whatever if you need to. How's our words coming along? Everyone got a word? Slowly. <laughs> I don't have a Steve word. Steve, hide your words or he'll see it. It's okay, I'm not looking fine. Oh, There's no God. word there. I'm, I need a word. You might, I need well, well, a word. Well, you just said you had a few. <laughs> <laughs> Are they too obvious? That's we've yet, to, we've to, yet to clash, um, so, yeah. you know, it's best that we do it with him. <laughs> <laughs> have you got a word I've now? I've now got a word. Stephen, how's your word coming on? Typing it. You're typing it? <laughs> <laughs> Reveal the words. Hang on. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. Close your eyes. We haven't checked. Oh, haven't sorry, checked. sorry. No, we not clashed. No. We're not clashed. Oh, once again, again. This is amazing. <laughs> All right. Reveal your words. Twitter. Twitter. Okay. Idea. Idea. Oh wow. All right. Boom. Boom. <laughs> All right. And oh, quintet. Oh, that's good. I hadn't thought of that one. So we've got Twitter, idea, boom, and quintet. I'm not understanding boom. Oh, I am understanding boom. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to go for the obvious one. Yeah. Because, you know. Yeah. I'm struggling with this one. Um, I thought mine and Crumbly's would give it away. Really? Okay. It's, when you know, it'll be so obvious. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Oh, it'll sure. be so obvious. Twitter, idea, boom, and quintet. Which of you lovely listeners is screaming the answer <laughs> at your MP3 player? <laughs> Stop it. You look like an idiot. <laughs> and you might crash. <laughs> Would you like a clue? Shouldn't really, but... Uh... It's New Who. Very early. Ooh. 
Ah, oh. is it the adherence of the repeated it meme? It is yeah. the adherence yeah. of the repeated <laughs> meme. <laughs> wow, okay. so I was going to go for Cassandra, but I thought everyone's going to... We were but very clever. Did. We hope you liked that new game, yes. oh dear listener, because that was kind of fun. We got to write on boards and everything. We got to spell. I think we should go round again. Oh, God, I think that will take an age to edit. <laughs> Maybe next time. For Maybe next special. time. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Because it's Christmas, dear listener. Christmas time. Mistletoe and wine. Never ever Children sing Chris Richard songs in my Christmas presence again. <laughs> we... Dogs on the fire. Ow. Dogs on the fire. <laughs> we are going to play another game. Another this one, game. I think, is an audio game. Ooh. Should be. Ooh. It's not our old standby, is it? What's our old standby? <laughs> what? Trivial Pursuit? No. No, that M- musical kazoos. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, we should do that too, but maybe, maybe do that for New Year. I don't okay. New Year, yeah. Thank God. Oh, Swan, yeah, Swanee Kazoo. The kazoos yeah. are over there. Yeah, that is ready a brilliant game. Ready and waiting, but uh, yeah, maybe next time. That's, that's okay. the New Year one. Thank God for that. We have an audio quiz. Tell oh, us oh. about it. What El is Presidente? this audio quiz? It's a bit similar to the last one, as in Ooh. last game. But this time, instead of having clues, you have a bit of audio and you've got oh. to name that monster. Oh. Do we just shout ding? Or, yeah. or wave frantically? <laughs> wave or your arm about button. like you really want it. <laughs> okay. can, we, can we have a new El Presidente, please? I think <laughs> no, this one's this broken. One, this one's fine. <laughs> First one, then. I've forgotten already. What's the... We're hearing audio to do what? To guess the villain. Yeah, the despicable creature. Oh. Ready for the first one? Ready for the first one. Some would be obvious. Some maybe not be quite so obvious. Ooh. This one I think you'll probably get pretty quickly. We all ready? Yep. Yep. Doctor Daleks. Daleks. The Daleks too will honour their mortal enemy. Yeah, I think we got that one. Who put their hand up first? Me. We were doing shouting out and butting in. <laughs> no, no. We always do hand handy ups first. It was all about shouting out and butting in. In which case, crumbly one <laughs> by a fraction a of a second. Hand was up. Goody two shoes over there. Putting his hand up and not saying anything is disqualified. Oh. But because but it's... people at home to guess it too. Can I think I... they got that one quite quickly. <laughs> Can I win? Because somehow I guessed before we did it. <laughs> that is spooky. He's drawn a picture of a Dalek. Can you tell what it is yet? Uh, I'm saying <laughs> okay. it is a Dalek, and I am saying it's a Dalek from the Curse of Fatal Death. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, I didn't even notice. Hang on, you're disqualified. Play. It doesn't count. <laughs> It is. Okay, from now on we put our hands up with okay. as little shouting out as possible. <laughs> He's sticking his tongue out at me. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Don't do it. Uh, okay, do number two. Are you ready for one. number two? Yep. I don't know, are we? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cal, what was it? Um, Come on. That, yeah. that was clear to everyone yes. who knows anything. Yes. Was definitely mm-hmm. a Cyberman. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Just hear the yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, footfalls, and... <laughs> ears of a hawk. Desperate guessing. Desperate yeah, guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, it might be even trickier. Ooh. A reaver ha- attacking the church. Nope. Damn. Mm. Ooh. Do it again. 
Right, it's definitely New Who. Is it the nesting consciousness? No, it is not the nesting. Okay, that was Rose. So let's go. <laughs> oh, that's really hard. Yeah. Which which doctor? Tenant. Tenant doctor. Which of his series? Series two of New Who. His first. It's not a bloody Absorbaloff. Well, that's is what it? I was thinking. Not the Absorbaloff. No, 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 no. God, we can't get this one. Is it? Hang on. He's googling it. You cheat. I'm not. Oh, right. I'm still doodling. Is, is it an oot? Not an oot, no. Is it a slab? Wait, that's the third mm. series. Never mind. No, it's not no. a slab. No, no, no. No, we're So we've got a growling going on there, maybe. I just want to make out a bit of growling. Growling. Not uh, a oh, bugger. I was going to say a werewolf. Hmm. Oh, is it one of those... Oh, is it a jadoon? No, of course it's not a no. jadoon. Is it one of those creatures from... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're right. It's one of those creatures. <laughs> I'm glad he's here. We'd never have got that. <laughs> it's not a slitheen, is it? Oh, I forgot that. Scorinian. We, know we're not is, getting right? this one. Come no, on. No. We give up. It is from Love and Monsters, not the Azorbaloff. It is the Hoiks. Oh, the creature oh, of the stock. Yeah. yeah. Should have got half a point for Absorbaloff. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the right story. <laughs> Go on then, next one. Number four then. Should be an easy one. Is it a Dalek mutant? No. Oh. Ooh, a, yeah. As in Genesis. She's is not. It, is this new who or old who? She's new who. Okay, do it again. I feel like I'm not the optician. <laughs> that's Hmm. Good grief. Hmm. That's really that's hard. That's very difficult. Okay, which doctor? It is Smith. Uh, it's not the Whisper Man, is it? Nope. It is not the Whisper Man. You're right. Is it the silence? It is. Oh, well done. It is yeah, the silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. been funnier if you just played some silence. Yeah. Oh, well guessed. Hmm. All right, number five then. Of nine, fortunately. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Over halfway. Thingy. It is the macro thingy. Yay! <laughs> no right. other wife. I know, I know. Did you notice the way I was gazing at you lovingly? You're very blurry. Okay. Okay, number six. Oh, the fish thing that Martha the made hath. friends with. The hoth. The hath, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> High five. He'll die, Doctor. So be it. Oh. Yeah, that is the absorbal off. My head hurts. Victor Kennedy, he's off at that point. Uh. Penultimate. Ooh, mm. do it again. Is it from the um? The one where they make the fake people. Amy's a fake person that kept melting. Oh, the flesh. Yeah. Flesh. Nope. Oh. <laughs> Is it a werewolf from Tooth and Claw? Nope. I thought I heard howling as well. I thought I heard yeah. howling. Yeah. But there's a <laughs> going on there. Is, a distinct is it a David Tennant monster? No, it is not. Is this the nesting consciousness? Nope. Earlier. Oh, it's, it's old who? Old who? Oh, hell. Hmm. A classic to some. Which doctor? Pertwee. Hi, dude. Sea devil? Not a sea devil. Oh, it's not Metabolis 3. <laughs> not Metabolis 3, no. <laughs> Is it one of those invisible dudes from Spiridon? One of the Spiridons. <laughs> <laughs> Spiridonians. No, no, not a... <laughs> oh, no, we're awful at this. Uh, from Planet of Evil. Is it a, a mutant, a mutt? No, no. It's Is not it from, from a Joe Grant story? Yes. Okay. Mm, Is no. it Joe Grant? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe after a night out. 
<laughs> uh, one of the Autons. Not an Auton. Is it from the Demons? No. Damn. Oh, we're useless. No, I give up. Is it set on Earth? No, not really. Mm. No. Have you said a Peladon thingy? No, Agador. It's not Agador, not a, it... not a Peladon thingy. Oh, we give up. Oh, Drashig. Oh. Of course it is. Uh, Play the last one. And the worst of them all. Oh, God. Uh. Ah, hello. I can't find the internet. <laughs> it's the internet. It's the internet. <laughs> is, is that by any chance Clara? It is, Clara. <laughs> <laughs> despicable of all of them. <laughs> I, I think we're coming out with basic prejudices again. Yeah, um. I think we are. <laughs> You're a sick man. <laughs> if you would like to mock oh, us for how pathetic we just were... I think we were better in the previous game. <laughs> oh, yeah, do send all the abuse our way it's nearly christmas after all it's the time to abuse your nearest <laughs> and dearest but in the meantime we're going to read some feedback <laughs> right chaps we've heard from terence's mum oh. we've heard from Catherine. hello Catherine. before we say hello Catherine, Too late. we really need to say Hello uh, to the head of Perch. He's <laughs> over there with a mince pie and a sherry. He's and happy. an elf hat on his head. Yeah. One, two, three. Hello, head of Pertwee. Hello, Terence. I'm about to read Mummy's letter. I had Nazi Spock and fascist Dangerous Ch Churchill. No, Dangerous Churchill. Fascist yep, Churchill? It. That's wrong. It's Fascist Spock here. Anyway, Catherine says... Hello, Staggerous. Hello. You notice I'm doing her accent. Yes, impeccably, on. impeccably. Hello, Head of Pertwee. Hello, my dear Terence. Are they taking good care of you? He's wrapped in lights at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a while. I blame my time travelling. When I returned from my time in the 16th century last year, I was certain I'd jumped a track somewhere because reality didn't seem quite right. A woman playing the doctor? That was the least of it. So many strange things going on in my world and I managed to lose touch with a number of my favourite things. This fine podcast being one of them. Aww. This year, coming back from the Maryland Renaissance... Oh, sorry. The Merlin Renaissance <laughs> Festival. I determined to get back into my old routines. It's taken over a month, but things seem to be settling out. I haven't quite caught up on the podcast, but I've listened to enough recent episodes to hear that you're suffering through a lot of 1980s movies with fun soundtracks. <laughs> you did. Yeah. And yeah. while I haven't seen most of them, I feel the pain. <laughs> Flash oh. has become a staple of my friend's big holidays party every year. Also, fake Keith... You hate the Dark Crystal? Oh dear, I'm not sure we can be friends anymore. But we won't be friends any less, I promise. That was that was pitiful. Pitiful. Like Doctor Who, it was a huge part of my youth and has helped make me the creative person I am today. The Netflix series is amazing. Oh. I feel dirty saying that. <laughs> it feels it's, it's so amazing. exciting that you all will be at Galley this coming year. Yeah, I yeah. can't wait to see all of you again. I hope you'll find room in your bags for little Terence. I have some presents for Ooh, him. Okay. I didn't mean to make that sound as sexually devious <laughs> as it came across. <laughs> Time to wrap this up. I have dragons waiting to be made. 
Anon, Catherine, the Dragon Maker. Thank, Thank you, Catherine. Catherine. We are really, really, yep. really looking forward to seeing you again. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a blast. Mm. Yep, should be good. We have one here from Gary. Hello, Hello Gary. Yeah, just be grumpy, Gary. It's a distinct possibility. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, you lovely, lovely people of staggering stories. He's not sounding grumpy. No. Gary again. Oh, he will be now. <laughs> Watched episode two of the BBC adaptation of The War of the Worlds last night. Yep, there we go. Oh my <laughs> effing god. <laughs> Let me get he liked it. Yeah. Uh, quite Amazed. the converse, actually. <laughs> His head was turned by it. In regards to its source material, it's so far off piece now, it's hit a black run and careened into a crevasse. <laughs> so Gary goes on a rant much more creatively than you did. <laughs> you went pink from the ears up. Yes, I did. I was foaming at the mouth. Those mouth. Anyway, Gary says... Forget the original story. This is the invasion seen through the eyes of a completely different set of people who happen to be there yep. and happen to know Ogilvy and happen to be really boring. <laughs> <laughs> the heroine is really strong. The hero is a complete wimp. The brother is an arse. And the storyline is shite. <laughs> now, come on, Gary. We don't like fence sitting in this podcast. Say what you mean. As for that wastelands of the future rubbish, I kept expecting Fagin to rush in and kick the artful dodger sitting at the table reading his history comic. Oh, you can shove those where the sun doesn't shine. No, 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 no. Um, Crumbly, there were only four no's there. Crumbly's adding his own. Back Poetic licence. Utter garbage. I pay my licence fee for this. It bears so little resemblance to the book, I'm ashamed to carry on washing it. But I will, of course. <laughs> Thank the gods there's only one episode left for me to cry over. I expect absolutely nothing from it, mind. Yours harumphingly, Gary, the grumpy old fart. Oh, Gary, it's, it's kindred always, spirit. I, 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 always I a wor- pleasure to hear from you. <laughs> I was worried that he was going to break his reputation, but... <laughs> so, do you think he liked the last episode? Probably I'm Sure, not. how could he not? Exactly. I'm sure the ending will have made him go, oh, that was worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah, that was... It was all made sense in the end. It's all worth it. It was a big steaming pile of doo-doos. <laughs> <laughs> a big steaming pile of doo-doos. Doo-doos? How old are you? <laughs> old enough to know best, but young enough not to care. Please tell me we have some more feedback. I feel like I need to hear from Reese. There may Ooh, be Reece. a bit of audio feedback from Reese. Oh, uh, he's always a very happy chap. So let's see what he has to say. He hated War of the Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure not. Hello, staggerers, and hello, cardboard Clara, and hello, cardboard Gunhilda Nobnacker, and hello, head of Pertwee, and hello, Graham, and fascist Spock, and dangerous Churchill, he and hello say to everybody else. He didn't say who I can't oh. think of off the top of my head. How are you all? I'm just here with a bit of feedback back about well i can't talk about his dark materials because i haven't seen the tv show i haven't read the books to my shame but i do remember that i've seen the movie and that's the key thing there i know i've seen it i don't remember the movie and i think maybe it's because of what you guys alluded to um last time which is that they cut a lot of the basic story kind of left it as a not very memorable movie apart from the visuals i do remember a lot of the visuals they were quite striking they were quite nice Mm. but as it sounds like well as you were saying it wasn't 
quite right. As in yeah. the less saturated, more murky and dirty feeling of the show is more accurate, seemingly. So I, I can't really talk about that. <laughs> I can't talk about the second trailer that came out for Doctor Who. But it is exciting. It's looking quite good. Yeah. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. And we're getting closer. We are. We're also getting closer to the Rise of Skywalker, which I'm yeah. very much looking Woo-hoo. forward to. I can't wait to see that. I think we're going to briefly talk about The Mandalorian without going into too many details. Okay. And then I'm going to try and answer the question that I asked last time. Oh, oh, good, okay. Last time I said that I didn't think that The Mandalorian felt very much like A New Hope, although a lot of people have said that. And I stand by that, but it is still quite Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, for me, it took a fair while to get there. In fact, it wasn't until the end of the first episode where he was on his mission and he ran into a character played by Taika Waititi. Voiced. Yeah. I'll just say that. That's when it started to feel like Star Wars for me. And then we saw the second episode, which I loved. That felt very much like Star <laughs> yeah. Wars. Mm. Just the tone and the feeling and the music. The music in this, it's very good. And it's by Ludwig Göransson, who is a very, very good composer. He did the music for Black Panther. Yeah. It's probably the most other genre-related film he's done. But he's done a lot of Ryan Coogler's other films, so I think that's both of the Creed movies. No, Ryan didn't do the second Creed movie, but he works with Ryan Coogler a lot. They both went to film school. He studied score, and Ryan Coogler studied filmmaking. Um, and they met there, and they worked together a lot, which is really quite nice. He's a very talented composer, and I love the theme tune for the show, yeah. and I love the incidental music, especially the theme for the character of the Mandalorian, which is confusing to say, because if you say I like the Mandalorian theme, are you talking about the show's theme tune, because it's called that, or do you Jaren. like the character's theme? But I like both. Yeah. It's very kind of haunting, very kind of... Um, good the bad and the ugly kind of mm. like the the whistle but in the distance kind of yeah. thing it, it's very western similar to that and it's got a very western feel the yeah, show yes. does but also a very samurai feeling which is kind of what jedi have always been kind of but i guess it's kind of like yeah. any sort of order that has discipline and a sort of path that you follow but yeah so basically it's becoming more and more and more and more like star wars for me especially the re- most recent episode which at the time of recording although by the time you release this next sunday or this coming sunday we will have had episode six but episode five very much like star wars Mm. to the point where they replicated shots i'll just say that much in case people haven't seen it but you'll know what i'm talking about if you Uh, uh, really uh, like it really good show production values you would expect to be very good because it's part of disney yes anyway i like the mandalorian it does feel a lot like Star Wars, but that doesn't mean Star Wars A New Hope. That is just like Star Wars, general Star Wars. Yeah. So yeah. time to move on to that question I asked. Yeah. What makes Star Wars Star Wars? Mm. For me, with The Mandalorian in particular, the first episode was good. The first episode was really good. I love Dave Filoni. It looked great. It had a great pace, a great tone. Actually, on that note, I love that they're all kind of half an hour, just a little bit under or just a little bit over. Yeah. Some shows push too far and have padding and try and reach a 45 minute mark or a 50 minute mark and it just doesn't work sometimes but this just tells you what it needs to tell you and it, and it's gone and it's good and you're hooked yeah but the first episode for me it didn't feel slow but it didn't feel star wars until like i said that meeting towards the end but it was world building and it was introducing this tone and to me that tone felt like at the time more like game of thrones than star wars but to get back to the question that i asked last time i think i'm going to cheat a little bit and just say i agree with adam that anything can be star wars as long as it's got the trappings and the thing about this and the thing about expanded stuff like the books or Knights of the Old Republic, the video games, 
technically you could argue that that isn't like Star Wars if you just go by what's in the films, but this has got the trappings of Star Wars. This has got lightsabers. This has got Jedi. This has got the Sith. This has got Droids. a Republic. Yeah. It's got a lot of similar stuff. So it is Star Wars, but it's a very different tone, but it's got a whole lot of backstories and laws. I mean, for example, it's got the Mandalorians in it and mm-hmm. they were really cool um, in that I think Adam's right. As long as it's got the trappings, you can then set up your own story. Because eventually, like, after the next movie, we're going to be done with the Skywalker saga. So we're going to move to different eras. There's possibly, I don't know if it's been confirmed, because it was going to be the Game of Thrones guys doing an Old Republic trilogy. But they left because Netflix bought them out from Disney. (laughs) But yeah, we're going to focus on different areas in Star Wars now. So I feel like... Maybe the reason why people are asking the question that I asked last time is because we're getting new films from different directors. Because it's expanding the universe. And well, it's actually exactly like the MCU or the DC universe, the superhero films taking ideas from the comics, but not exactly the same because there were a few runs called Civil War in Marvel comic books, mm. but they didn't have the same characters in the cinema, in the cinematic version, because they hadn't introduced them at that point in the universe. And it would take a lot of setting up to introduce the same characters characters the same lineup but they took a very basic ideas from it and adapted it to work really well with where the mcu was at that point where the movies were and infinity war the same they had the infinity stones they had thanos they had the gauntlet they had a whole lot of similar stuff but a different lineup different outcome different motivations they didn't have uh, the character of death who thanos loves but it still works still great motivation so i feel like star wars especially because they've kind of rejected the canonicity of the eu which i don't quite like also, it's a bit odd I mean. to be referring to something called the EU to a podcast mm. based in Britain and not be talking about <laughs> the European Union. But I'm not, and I'm not getting political. I just find it funny. Let's move on from that. Hmm. Yeah, I, I find it annoying they kind of rejected the canonicity, uh, how canonical mm-hmm. the uh, EU is. But um, that does give them the uh, the ability to separate the, the canons so that in the same way comics reboot and have plot lines that they like, they can put it into the films. They're doing it with Star Wars and the Star Wars books and Star Wars comics and all this, that and the other. So the that's pretty cool. Yeah. So ultimately... I've got a very vague answer to quite a specific question, but as long as you try and fit it in, and I think it might be a cinematic style and a direction style and maybe a music style. Maybe if it fits in in a similar way, it can be closer to being Star Wars than not. But then again, you need to expand it and, and grow on it. See, I don't, I don't think I am even giving an answer. So this long waffling feedback has always been pointless. But basically for me, <laughs> the trappings are a vehicle to tell any sort of story you want to within the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Some people want to be a bit more specific that's fine keith obviously likes the force users likes the dark side versus the light side sort of thing and that's actually completely fair because that's how it started my preference is probably because i want more than just that which is kind of what the star uh not the star wars saga skywalker saga has been so i like a bit more i like expanding it so after that and I don't know if that's like a disappointing outcome or not. I wanted a good analysis, but I don't know what it is that makes Star Wars Star Wars and how it feels like Star Wars and how it follows what Star Wars should be. Because I don't know what Star Wars should be, really. But after that train of thought, which I feel like is still going and hasn't reached its conclusion, I'll leave it at that. And maybe I'll know a bit more after you've discussed it. Maybe you bring up some points that I hadn't thought of and that resonate with me. So I look forward to hearing this episode, which you would have already talked about, but I'm referring to you talking about it before you talk about it. <laughs> and then I'm listening to me talking about hmm. you going to talk about something that you've already talked about. It this, Never mind. No, yeah. let's not get into the, yeah. the time travel-esque time elements of podcasting and contributing to Time-y-wimey wars. <laughs> I'll just say thank you for the show. 
show and I'll speak to you next time. See Reese, you guys. Reese then became a Thank bit you. like that big Finnish story we just reviewed, the yeah. um, eight invaders from Mars, yeah. Yeah. in that I lost track of what he was saying a lot of the time, <laughs> but I still enjoyed his feedback. Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I would like to say one thing on this question. Mm. If I truly knew the answer to it, I wouldn't be here. Mm. I'd be in an office in Hollywood somewhere yeah. writing scripts. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. We definitely must do that. Yes. But what with yeah. Christmas and New Year, it might have to wait until... January. January. Uh, so we've got to do it because I've mulled over this. I've yeah. got my, my responses. Next podcast will probably be the New Year's podcast, yes. even though we're recording it a week before the end yeah. of the year. Uh, the one after that, we'll have New Doctor Who and Dracula. Yeah. So maybe the one after that. Yeah. <laughs> we, no, we, we will do it because, like I said, I've spent time and effort over this. Mm. I'm going to do it, uh, God damn it. Yeah. I'll have a think about it as well, maybe. I think yeah. We'll... Lead yeah. us out, Crumbly. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of our festive podcast. Shabuti. 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 All right. But never fear. In the next one, it will be our New Year's Hangover Special. Woohoo! I love you. I love you too. <laughs> More hungover, fun, frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews. More who knew and knew, hopefully. <laughs> won't be, because we're recording it like, two days before Christmas. So <laughs> so, we yeah, won't have seen any new who at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so, until that... X for Xmas. Xenophobic. Damn. Xylophone. <laughs> Xylophone. Made of Xanthil. And Xander. Had an X-ray. <laughs> and Xena Warrior Princess. Xena showed up. X-rated. X-rated. X-Men. Exuberant. And expelled us. Either. And did the shorthand for accident. Which is an X. Okay. Towards us. We're clutching at straws here. Clutching? This is me, Festive Grumbly, saying, be seeing you. Farewell. Goodbye. Take care. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories Podcast Series 1, number 330, The Christmas Special, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, The Real Keith, and Stephen! The views expressed here are those of the speakers and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers of the site. No copyright infringement is intended, but frequently happens. And this has been an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Unbelievably sexy with your glasses on. Right. Oh no no! Do it. Put one. Put one. <laughs> and peer seductively over them. Oh, <laughs> could you could you do it again and say detention, Miss Faye? <laughs> come on, come on, I'm do not it. Pandering to your. Come on, do it. Be Mr. Chaplin. <clears throat> come on, say Mr. it, Mr. Chaplin. Yeah, say detention, Miss Faye. For you, Miss Faye, detention. Oh yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and if you're lucky, a good caning. <laughs> I'll be in my bunk. <laughs> you're in the room with Keith. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, this is a compliment. Yeah, you, you, spelled, thank you. you spelled words wrong. I didn't think it was possible to spell wrong. It's I impressive. It. <laughs> oh. Okay. Anti disestablishment. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. Reveal your eyes. How's life head of Pertwee? Is it good up there? What's he got on his head? Uh, everything. It's an elf hat. It does look it? like elf it. hat. Uh... Is that an ear? Yeah. Yeah, an elf ear. Yes. Okay. It's the final frontier. Mm. Oh. Is he just huffing in his ear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has taken a weird turn. <laughs> 
Rant over. Oh, you did very well. Very impressed. <laughs> that was a crumbly rant. You've that never seen was. one, have you? Yeah. <laughs> it was very If enjoyable. you tell me you haven't enjoyed his dark materials, I will stamp on your nut. <laughs> yeah. Just the one. one. Yeah. And I will make him choose me? it and hold it flat for me. <laughs> I do have a full compliment, you know. Oh, well, he's choosing one. Trousers mm. off. <laughs> oh, don't, not after last week. Don't do that again. <laughs> do another review when it's finished. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. We did a partial review. Or as Fake Ramda calls it, that bloody evil monkey show. <laughs> She's not wrong. Detention, Miss Faye. Tell me to write lines. <laughs> <clears throat> I want you to stay behind. On this very what? Dome. Dome. We shouldn't say dong. Hurry, <laughs> <laughs> <Free> dong. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't shave. <laughs> Manscaping. <laughs> Imagine a Wookiee just shaved private parts and nothing. <laughs> I, I think we had a discussion about this when we used to do the role play. How do we? I don't remember. A long, protracted discussion. So Chewbacca's actually naked? Yeah. <laughs> He's got a bandolier. Oh, oh, yeah, of course he has. Yeah, yeah I yeah. thought he was a pervert. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Not sure I approve of crackers on an ecological or an environmental yeah. level. You're right. <laughs> You've dropped a log. Apples. Prolapsed bowel. <laughs> and Merry Christmas! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, too Merry Christmas <laughs> la, la 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 Sing along <laughs> I can't. Merry Christmas Merry Christmas <laughs> Hope our little message We hope our little message gets to you <laughs> If Tom Baker has died, can we just publish an hour of weeping and wailing sounds? <laughs> well, no. Like over in, in Egypt and other countries where the women do the, the wail when the men have there died. Will, there will be weeping and wailing, except for one voice that is punching the air, shouting, At last, at last, <laughs> I am vindicated. Bite my nipples! Yeah, 2-0, woo! Why would he be dead today rather than any other day? Because Carrie Fisher did it to us one Christmas, so he's oh, bound right, to do it, it to yeah. us this Christmas. Oh, and I thought I was going to mention, funny you say Carrie Fisher, when we talk about deaths, if any of you seen the, um, the panel they did for Rise of Skywalker? Oh, I haven't, but counted. No. Oh, and the lights went. Yeah. That they was went, oh, so that's spooky. Yeah. Hi, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things my cousin wanted for Christmas was the Kablam Man. Oh, oh yeah, yes. I saw that yes. one. It was very tempting. So, I may have wrapped it in quite a bit of bubble wrap. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We wish you a Merry Christmas we and a Happy you New Year. Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings we bring for to you and your, your king. My yeah. toes hurt because I stopped them. Have a Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Our favourite and least favourite Doctor episode of 2019. Ooh. Might be the same one. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a couple of good ones. Unfortunate. unfortunate. There's only been one, is it? <laughs>